Xavier is uh putting them holes in the basement like Rick James. I think Charles Xavier is letting them I mean, be if they, to if, a degree. If they mutant powers ain't useful, <laughs> they in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's a little more biased too, because it's like like Charles had like a crush on Gene Gray. Remember they revealed that? And it's like if he really was, was gonna abuse his powers, that's when he would abuse them. Well, a he couldn't because Gene Gray is also a pretty good telepath. Yeah, but at and the time B, he I mean he was better. And B, that was like the second issue of the X-Men. Right. This is not revealed. <laughs> this is like the second issue of the X-Men. She was like 19 and he's like 80 or whatever. He's like, I have a crush on this girl. Like gross. Look. He's like, you're like his her father, sir. I'm glad they wrote Look. that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Charles Xavier don't care, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Professor X, bitch. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. A, I mean, he's better off than Cyclops, who just like has a thing for redheads. Like, do you even remotely look like this girl I have a crush on? We getting it in. <laughs> you look, you look exactly like the girl that I lost. Yeah. So let me just go on and marry, go and get with you and have a baby. You know? Yeah. That's no fine. time at the present. Oh, oh, my wife that girl's is back. back that I lost. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> But what about the baby? What about your baby? <laughs> <laughs> Send it to the future like all the rest of my kids. I don't care. <laughs> right. Care but about the no goblin queen? <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, Emma Frost walks by and he's like, ooh, maybe I'm a blonde guy. <laughs> Look, I mean, getting through a redhead to a blonde is just a slippery slope. Like, <laughs> yeah. both, both, if they're natural, they're both very rare. And then, like, you know, if you're the redhead, you get that fieriness, and eventually you uh, get all the comments about how your wife ain't got no soul. And it's <laughs> even double for for Jean, because she has the phoenix in her. So eventually yeah. you're like, nah, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. You're going to get a rather sophisticated, I mean, whole, I mean, woman that's the white queen. Like, <laughs> Yeah. She's leaderly. Like, I'm a leader. She's a leader. You know, we're both Omega-level mutants. Is Scott Omega-level? I don't think so. But... <laughs> I mean, and then how many brothers like want to make love to a diamond? Literally, uh, I don't Scott think Summers maybe one of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I listen that's to right. a lot of rap. Listen to a lot of rap. That's probably a turnoff because you know you don't know if she's gonna be like mid, you know, orgasm and suddenly turn to the diamond, and next thing you know, your dick gets cut off because <laughs> she's now. I feel like she's diamond hard. <laughs> I feel like she's good enough to control that because the only reason I go on that premise is that. Whenever she's taking over another mutant's body or something, she's actually been better with their powers than they were. So yeah. for her, her to be able to figure that out that quickly lets me know that she has a lot of good self-control. Oh, we hope also, at least. This is also if you're having psychic sex with a person and it's only taking place inside your head, mm -hmm. is that cheating? I say no. no. <laughs> no. It was the difference between that and fantasizing. Like it's yeah, no... I say well. She can create a realistic, <laughs> almost real version but, inside. But your I head. did not. But I did not really touch her, or did <laughs> I did not really do anything with her. I mean, in that case, then having a wet dream is cheating. Then some women, some I'm not saying some women, some people would probably say that is cheating. But I would not say that because a I had no control over it, and b I'm sorry it was your sister in my wet dream. That's not my. I had no control. It's subconscious. <laughs> I feel like that story just got really personal, <laughs> but okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, X. I mean, Cyclops. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Cyclops. Yeah, I'm talking about Cyclops, obviously. <laughs> I thought that this is what we're talking about. 
Right, right. That was point of this whole conversation. Uh, I mean, but we all know. I mean, Cy- Cyclops is a trash like father, uh, borderline <laughs> trash um, human being, boyfriend slash husband. Oh, no, he's not a trash human being. Like some people are so dedicated to the cause that the rest of their life is in shambles, which is called almost every Look. single person that gets their own movie. I mean, Mom and I leave five different wives. I mean, you go through the list. Every documentary we got of a human being, the reason why we watch it is because their personal life was somewhat suspect compared to whatever they're known for them being excellent in. He is an excellent leader of mutants and making it work. The only reason Scott Summers isn't a cop is because he's a mutant. (laughs) And that's the only reason. That's the only reason. If If he was a regular old dude, Scott Summers would pull you over and be like, your taillight's out. Do I smell marijuana? Next thing you know, you going to jail. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's 90s cartoon Scott Summers that they made that lame. But Scott Summers in the books is gangster as hell. Like, Scott Summers in the books be like, oh, you smoking that thing too? Let me hit that. You know I'm still going to tell though, right? You know I'm going to switch, right? But, You're still going to go to jail for this one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to hit this with you so you better enjoy this shit. Turn off that camera. Turn off that camera. Uh, <laughs> make me blast that camera out. <laughs> Look. Canonically, Scott and, and Wolverine are, are banging along alongside Gene. They're 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 a thruple. Yeah, thruple. So. Yeah, I saw that. That the, that the that gives them a little rooms of all of them. They, their rooms yeah. are together and have together. to each other's rooms. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull my dislike of Scott a little bit down because he's in a thruple. You know, not no real narc would be in a thruple. Let's just be honest. Let's well, be. I kind of <laughs> hate it because like, well, and I don't hate it. I, I hate it as just to like. If you're gonna pick a mutant to like have a throuple with, like Wolverine's the lowest on my <laughs> one of the lowest on my list. He was like five he three. Smells. He's five he three. Smells. He's, he's covered yeah. in hair. Yeah, like yeah, but I bet he can lowest. I bet he can sling look. pipe like a master, though. Come on. Oh, I was gonna say that's what I'm saying. If I'm Scott, like I think about the embarrassment after like both of you all get yours. His healing factor, he's gonna be ready in like 30 seconds. You're going <laughs> to take a break and get some Gatorade and like <laughs> and sit this one get out. Yourself some Gatorade. Right, right. <laughs> Tag him in. You got this. I'll be back like in 25 minutes. This mini me banging your wife. Like, no. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give me oh. Iceman or somebody. Damn. <laughs> I mean, Iceman would be more interested in Scott than, than Gene. So <laughs> once again, give me Iceman or somebody. Damn. <laughs> But you can imagine the things that Iceman could do with them ice powers. Like, oh, yeah. we're all having a good time. <laughs> oh, you know what? It probably wouldn't be Iceman because wasn't Gene the one that outed Iceman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that See, I mean, that woman. <laughs> Gene is not is the one that you got to be worried about, man. She out here just outing people, not even telling their truth, without even consulting them first, man. Telling their their future selves, oh, your past self was gay. Are you gay now, too? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're correct. It's a it's wonder like, why I, he was. I, <laughs> if my past self is gay, then it's you know it's a, we're all it's, it's I've been this, this way the, the entire time, <laughs> right? Which proves to my point that like Professor could have mind controlled Gene to do whatever he wanted because her younger self wasn't even aware enough that Iceman was gay. <laughs> they had feelings when she was young. <laughs> But even though it was her younger self that exposed, and it doesn't matter. It's comic books. It's all, it's all fucked hoopy up. doopy, loopy doopy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, whatever we need to make this, the, the 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 series work. What, like whatever is what the writer is writing at that time is what goes. You know, you get Frank Miller writing a freaking X Men comic. Suddenly they're all alt right motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yuck, 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 yuck. 
Which, I mean, it's a place for that attitude. It's just the best thing that Frank Wright, uh, Frank Frank Miller and all that ever did was that he made it look cool with The Dark Knight. Yeah. But he never realized, like, that is the formula that worked. He thought it was like, oh, because he's grizzly and he's old. He doesn't care. Like, no, that's not what made him cool. It was that, like, he literally, the world had gone so far authoritarian that even him being closer to the middle was like <laughs> being a rebel and a badass. Like you can't do it when the world is all the way progressive or to the left and go, let my Batman be all right and let him like slap Robin in the face. Cause you know, that's cool. Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like earlier Frank Miller work is, is a lot, definitely a lot better than later Frank Miller work. Um, I don't know what happened in that man's life where he just decided just like, you know what? I'm just going to write whatever. And like, it's going to fly. Cause I'm Frank Miller. Who gives a fuck? Here we go. <laughs> we, we know probably I mean. he, got, he got old. He got old. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm old now. I don't like all these people moving to my neighborhoods. <laughs> 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 it was cool back in the eighties. We were all doing blow together, but now, mm. <laughs> <laughs> now my vision's clear enough. I don't like what I'm seeing in this neighborhood. Yeah. Where's my where's my billionaire to come gentrify this area? Uh, <laughs> you said you think it was the spirit, but him directing the movie or him writing the comic? Him directing the movie. Okay. They gave him that well, movie that movie money, and he was like, "Oh shit, I can just write whatever I want now." <laughs> right? How I truly feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, I also, I I'm gonna be real. Like, I, I've never been a huge, huge fan of Frank Miller anyway, and I know it's such. God, you know, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know the fandom will pretty much come after me for it. But I'm gonna be real with like the Dark Knight, in the essence of when it was created, was remarkable. In the essence of how it stands the test of time, it's a mid. Like, let's just call his it what run, it is. His run on Daredevil is by yes. far my favorite thing he's ever done. I will agree with that. I have no and... problem. If you want to say Daredevil, yes, I'm with you. And after that, like Dark Knight Returns, you once you read it, if you read it as a teenager, you're like, this thing is awesome. You read it as an adult, you're like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it's a myth. It's a myth. Yeah, it's not as good as I thought it was back when I was, you know, 15. <laughs> Plus, because the main attraction, too, especially from, let me, I'm going to speak for myself and some of the people that I was around when I was reading this, because this was pretty much created, I mean, before I was born for the degree. Well, yeah. I'm 84, but before I was really reading books anyway. Um, this was the first take on Batman that was dark and gritty and grimy, but wasn't like kicking people and snapping their necks, swinging through windows. Like this was like the antithesis of like almost what Tim Burton took in 89, like a little inspiration from like, it was a darker, grittier, gruffer Batman. And I hate to say it, it became the template for Batman all the way through because you got to think about most people's vision of people that are older than us are the Adam West and the super friends Batman. So yeah. when this Dark Knight situation came, it kind of grizzled him up a little bit and it made it like, oh, he's a, a creature of the night and blah, 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 blah. A lot of the mythos we still play with today, he's people actually trace a back badass. <laughs> right, right. They trace back to that comic. The problem is, is that it worked. But now when you look at it in the context of all the other work that surrounded Batman, you're like, I mean, I guess this is cool. Like, all right. You, all right, he, he he beat up a couple of mutants. Like you 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 start to think to yourself that literally your whole life as being Batman was meaningless because look what the world still became with you it's doing this a all lot those years. Shittier now. <laughs> yeah, like so. What did you really accomplish in all this time? Like, 
I think um, the coolest part about the uh, Frank Miller Dark Knight uh, was, or I think it's Dark Knight Returns, is when uh, he snaps the Joker's neck. The Joker's like, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you, and snaps the rest of his neck. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> and right. Kills right. himself. <laughs> like, ah, uh, well, you, you ain't. <laughs> You ain't no. I'll I'll do this for you. <laughs> well, even then, it's like weird because this is, if I remember correctly, I haven't read the book in forever. Doesn't like Batman spit on the Joker afterwards? Yeah, something weird like well, that. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, it's fine. I mean, it, the 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 most detrimental thing is it makes all your edge lord kids think, oh, this is the coolest Batman, you know. Oh, these are their bangs because they're edge lords. Oh yeah, 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 you know, I like my Batman that kills and, and beat the, you know, uses a gun because that's how Batman, that's how I want my Batman. <laughs> uh that's exactly how I feel like the conversation with Zack Snyder went. <laughs> a thousand percent. Uh, a thousand percent. Hey, what's everybody's favorite Batman? Oh, the one from the Dark Knight Reserves. Oh, that one? Okay, cool. We can we can do that. <laughs> and that became, well, let's be honest too. Like Zack Snyder, rather aesthetically, would have been better making a Batman movie than a Man of Steel movie. Oh, most certainly, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yes, like, like I like I don't know who filmed in the the OG Justice League, not the Snyder cut. I don't know who filmed the the Water Tower scene, which I think maybe is Joss Whedon because it's not in the OG Snyder cut. But like. A lot of the mannerisms, the way Batman moves and acts in Snyder's vision of it, is kind of why I think Ben Affleck's my favorite one. It feels right. Oh, yeah. But if, with that being said, everything else is a total mess. As much as I make fun of Zack Snyder for being, you know, an edge lord, you know, fanboy, if he were to make a Batman movie, just a solo Batman film, I'd be like, yeah, sign me up for that. Like, yeah, let's watch that. Because, yeah. like, the things that you like about Batman, like the action, you know, the darkness, the grittiness, that's something that he does very, very well. Now, you know, if you want to have like, I don't know, actual like heart and like emotional story beats and stuff like that, get somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Or or if you can hire Zack Snyder as like your fighting action choreographer, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Like if we would have got the Batman, Matt Reeves Batman, but with like Snyder fight scenes. Yeah. Oh, I would love the oh, Batman. Yeah. I'll be been, in. It would have been. <laughs> It would have been three hours of pure joy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we got three hours of submit that everybody seems to think is a masterpiece. And maybe, it, and I haven't watched it again. I said one day I'm going to sit down and try I, to watch I, it again. I don't think I can watch it again. It's too long. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I might. I'm right maybe I'll you. watch it with the boy and, and see how he thinks. He's like, yeah, that was boring as hell. <laughs> right. But that's after well, I get him to watch all the Star Wars. Oh, okay. Well, facts, facts. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and start this show because I mean we're about to do a 20-minute opening rant again that nobody wants to hear. So we'll get the show started. Um, welcome everybody who's listening, and we're gonna start right now. Welcome everybody to Head Cannon Circus. I am your host, Jason, and I have my co-host here, Jason. We are here in the building for everybody watching this for the very first time. This is a show for by edited, produce the music, the anything you want to talk about by oh. blurbs. All by Jason. Oh, well. <laughs> and, that's just, and since I'm a blurb, that works. So, Jason, if people don't know, what is a blurb? That is a black nerd, sir. Uh, yeah, that's the easiest explanation. I guess you could be, uh, you know, Polynesian, you know, Samoan could be a blur too, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> and when I say four, it's for everybody, but we circle in on the black folks because we want to talk with black folks. We talking. Oh, because we get to... real black in this sucker. 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Contrary to yeah. everybody who knew me in high school, it's going to get really, really black. <laughs> yeah, that's why the background behind us is just black now. Yeah, we stopped yeah. putting fancy photos behind it. We're it's like, no, 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 no. It's just black now. Yeah, it's like CB4, I'm blacker than black because I'm black, y'all. Like, be, that's how black us in, in dashikis with our white women. <laughs> that's how right, black right? Like, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Yes. Selling our, selling our bean pies. <laughs> And them bean pies is tight. I don't care what nobody say. I love a bean pie. But, you know, but thank you guys for watching again. And, um, again, I did introduce my co-host, Jason. But if you don't know, because it's your first time, Jason is a lord. Um, lord of all nerds. Lord of all dukes. Duke of all nerds. <laughs> uh, lord of Scotland. And so, Jason, what's going on, man? How you been? How you been feeling? You know, trying to make a way out of no way. Just a squirrel trying to get this nut. Hey. That's a, that's a, lyric, that's a lyric for something, right? <laughs> Let's go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> I think that um, was Nas that said that. <laughs> if it isn't, we're going to attribute it to him and just to prove more of your blackness by saying that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know a rapper. <laughs> right. That is correct. Point for Jason. If it's also it's your first time listening, we do a thing called the Head Cannon Circus Book Club. And this, we this I guess this month or this time, we are going to do and review and read uh, Dungeons and Do-Rags by Ron Dawson. Yeah, I'm going to put up a little blurb there. So if you're watching online, you can kind of see this. Uh, but yes, we're going to do that one. Dungeons and Do-Rags, again, by Ron Dawson. Uh, go ahead and pick up your copy. I still haven't come down with a date yet on when we're going to do this, but I'm going to just assume it's going to be about mid to end of October where we will do the review on it. Mr. Dawson has been gracious enough to say that he will join us on the show when we do review it. So go out and copy it, get your copy. I promise by Only next $20. week we'll have a date solidified down. Yeah, yeah. Nice, good book. I've already cracked open and started reading parts of it. It's, the book's good, man. And uh, it, it was one of those things I had to sit down because it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I know my old book. I get up in the morning. So I need to go <laughs> and take my butt to sleep. But if I was in my 20s, I probably would have read that book to like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. A um, lot of relatable stories, a lot of relatable incidents that I definitely could find comfort in. And I'm pretty sure Jason with you. Having a background, we can't get the whole. We can't get the whole thing away today, man. We can't. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> so go out and copy it. Get your copy, guys, and uh, tell us what you think on the date that we review it because we will go live on that one. But uh, again, Dungeons and Do Rags, guys, go out and get your copy. Be there or be square. All right, or you can Besides Facebook that, us oh. at when you think what, what you think right then and there, and we'll <laughs> and we'll put you on the, on the, on the, on the podcast then. And make fun of you if oh, you have well. any sort of anti, you know, <laughs> contrary opinions to our own. So <laughs> I figured that's what it was going to come to that you were going to make fun of them if uh, if it was different than what you thought. So <laughs> look, I only I, mean, but I you, only confirm my biases, not anybody else's. <laughs> Touche. I, I will give you that. That that is a, that is a very good point. Uh, <laughs> so today we do have a jam packed show to a degree. We are going to review. The woman queen, king. Sorry, I'm going to say the woman queen. Don't, but, don't uh, be like that, Jason. Don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you call my subliminal, though. Uh, <laughs> the, the woman king. We're going to review that. We're also going to review Pearl, the prequel of X. So I guess we start off today. I guess we can start off with the, the woman the woman king. You, you find starting off with that, Jason? You want to yes, roll with that? Let's start, off, let's start off with that first. <laughs> okay, so... In the, the 1800s, a group of all-female warriors protects the African kingdom with skills and fierceness unlike anything the world has ever seen. Faced with a new threat, 
um, what was it? Nasaka trains the next generation of recruits to fight against a foreign enemy that's determined to destroy their way of life. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary for The Woman King. If you enjoyed us for the first time, we do something that we like to call the one sentence review. Is where myself and Jason summarize this movie in one sentence. Jason, what is your one sentence review of The Woman King? As Muhammad Ali once said, the king is here. <laughs> My one sentence be... <laughs> <laughs> review of The Woman King is. But this being in Africa, it wasn't a lot of chicks with their breasts hanging out like National Geographic. <laughs> show me, hey, y'all gonna y'all gonna disown me for that one? Man. Y'all gonna disown me for that one? Okay, I did it. I said it. No, no, <laughs> I said it. Ain't what none of them things flowing. I could deal with any in any situation. I could deal with more boobs. I mean, justice me. <laughs> yeah, facts again. Hey, look here, man. National Geographic lied to me. All right. <laughs> Jumping right into this movie, I mean the story, man. It it is this is a long one, man. It's two hours, bro. And I even I think I text, so I, I mistakenly text my wife and um, mother-in-law. We have a thread that was like, "Hey, this movie long as fuck." Don't get I was texting you guys. So <laughs> at like eleven o'clock in the morning, twelve o'clock in the morning, they got a text from me saying this movie long as fuck. But yeah, this movie's <laughs> long as fuck. Um. A lot goes on in this movie. You know, they they do a good job of world building and setting up what this world looks like, what it feels like, what these characters are about. Um, and then it goes forward. I mean, Jason, I mean, what did you think about the storyline and plot going into this movie? Dude, I was riveted, uh, honestly. Like, this is... And the thing is, this movie doesn't do anything like you haven't seen in any other movies before. It definitely mm-hmm. gives you their the point of view character it it's a hero's journey story it's a hero's journey story it's like you know young person meets a wizened old person who teaches them ropes and they overcome some challenge at the end and they're better for it it's a story you've seen a hundred thousand times but Mm -hmm. it's for me it's been presented in a way that i have rarely seen if ever seen before so yeah i was i i really enjoyed this this I really enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's all I can say. I mean, honestly. <laughs> For people joining us again, we're talking about the woman king as our review. We're gonna to try to be light on spoilers, but some spoilers may slip. So I'm gonna be uh, real with you in it is a spoiler. Where... Uh black people end up in America <laughs> as <laughs> slaves. That's a spoiler. <laughs> I will say this. I, I'm a I, I'm a, I'm gonna give some pushback on it. I didn't enjoy the story as much as I thought I was gonna enjoy the story, and, and I'm gonna tell you. Some things that concern me or bother me. The making people related. I've had enough of that with Star Wars. I'm tired of people being mysteriously related with people. (laughs) That bothered me a lot. I thought that a lot of this could have been streamlined into a just total perspective of the character that we did follow. They did give us perspective character. I think the movie should have stayed just there. So everything that she experienced, we experienced, which we do get a lot of that. But then we also, because of star power, have to follow other people's perspectives in this movie that I think one made the movie two hours long, but also convoluted the stuff that we really wanted to see. We wanted to see how these warrior women interacted, how they grew, how they become family, and how they handle threats that come to the kingdom. Look, but as all of I'm saying though, the opening scene is it's badass. Dope. <laughs> it is and dope. We'll, as and hell. We'll, yeah, <laughs> and we'll get to action and all that in a second. But that's what I said. So even when I know Jason is 
more rosy with this one. I, I'll admit, I, oh, I yeah. wanted a tighter script because there was a lot of fat left on this bone that didn't have to do with anything except for, hey, we paid a lot of money for these actresses or actors. We need to let them flex their proverbial let muscle be, acting. <laughs> let me be 100, 100% clear to all of our audience right now. I don't care how bad this movie was. I was going to like it no matter what. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I texted them. I'm like, I, I even put on Facebook. Look, I'm gonna be 100 biased on this movie. It's right? <laughs> gonna be 100, 100 rose colored glasses for me. Right? Okay, so even though there is definitely some some uh, storylines, I definitely agree with Jason that could have been cut. Firstly, uh, even though I did love that badass opening scene, um, we could have just started with our our main character uh, Nawa. I believe her name is. Yes, and and gone through there. Also, we could have cut out the whole uh, love tr love affair with your your boy. Um, what's the kids? Malik. Oh, uh, yeah. Malik. Yeah, yeah. You, you could have cut that mulatto, shit out. Mulatto half breed. Yeah, like I'm sorry, y'all need to stop bringing these lights and niggas up in here. <laughs> okay. Facts. Facts. <laughs> y'all been out of style. Why they keep right, doing like, this? You, like this lady is from Africa has re has rejected all these beautiful dark skinned men. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of them were assholes, and and they all come up. <laughs> they'll leak, come gliding up because <laughs> you know light skinned dudes can't they glide. Look, and all and of a sudden they, they glide. <laughs> also, and I admit, I mean, and this is just me, and I'm gonna just be completely honest. Like, it did feel tropish to me that yes, the one dude that she felt like was light skinned, but also too like it was almost like a Hollywood sleight of hand. And now, guys, don't kill me when I say this, but y'all gonna kill me anyway. I don't care. It was like, hey, if we're gonna make all the white people be bad, let's get a half white guy to still be good. Yeah, right. Someone like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, even though his was like here for slaves, <laughs> let's go get right, these. right. He tried to be surprised like he didn't know they were here for what? We're taking them back. What? Like, come on. Like bro. you've known me since like we were kids. You know that's what we do. We're 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 Not even that. Right? Like, did you walk? Did you walk down to the bottom of the ship? <laughs> that middle passage look real uncomfortable, motherfucker. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Malik, your mom was a slave. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right? You are what here is probably of unconsensual sex. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just luckily enough, you came out light skin enough with good enough hair that he was like, you know what? We won't make you a total well, one. Look at your also from Brazil. So in in Brazil, they treat uh, you know biracial people a lot different than they treated biracial people in America. So. And especially in a lot of the, the uh, you know, southern, you know, Portuguese and Spanish colonies, you know, being biracial was a lot better for them than, you know, than here. You, could, right. you know, so. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still. So, but but I, I would say, yeah, it, and I, I know I had to critique of the story. I, even with that critique, I did feel like, it's like one of those things that we always talk about when we review these movies. Like, I need you to pick a lane around with the lane. Either you're mm -hmm. going to show me the the top looking down and looking at the politics and stuff that comes with the slave trade and this warrior race and how that's going to work, or you give me from the bottom looking up and showing, hey, she's our eyes and ears into this world and this she experiences we experience. I feel like they tried to mash them both together and give us both of those things. And I I I want to be I want to I don't I don't want to be reckless enough to say that I think they felt almost forced to put in the top down look. Because mm -hmm. this tribe was a real tribe and it does have a real history. And I felt like they had to be like, Which we'll talk if about you don't later. show this history, 
people will clown us or go at us about it. And at the end of the day, they still did it anyway. So yeah, you were probably better off just anyway. glamorizing this whole situation and getting to keeping it moving that way. But I do felt like they had some pressure to show both sides where I felt like if you just would have picked one lane, this movie works. And it probably works at an hour and 45 minutes rather than two hours and five minutes, you know. I will disagree on Jason because uh, this uh, this movie could have been uh, four hours, four and a half hours. <laughs> I would have sat the whole way through. I would have sat Roots. It could have been a six part Ming series of two, three hours each, and I'm I'm in the theater every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Lord of the Rings ain't got nothing on Jason watching habits. <laughs> um, what about okay? Let's just jump right into the best part of the whole movie that I felt was well, I can say it's the best part, the second best part, the action. The action in here is phenomenal. Now, the only caveat I have is if you don't know what the budget is for this movie, after seeing the action scenes, you get a vibe of the budget of this movie. For the but the fight scenes are great. You could tell that the energy was spent in making these fights look real. Getting these these actors to actually be able to do these stunts, to do these action scenes, to do these moves, they knock it out of the park with that. It is a part where it's supposed to feel grander, but it does feel smaller because I think the budget couldn't allow yeah. for this grand look and feel that this, this some of these battles should have been. But even with that being said, I think that is I don't think it's a negative. I think that was just something I noticed being a person who watches these kind of movies. Other than that, I mean this. Bart, outside of maybe Day Shift, which you watched recently, I feel like this is up there in the action scenes of just the choreographed moves, them fighting together, them moving together, how they work, how they how they filmed oh, so it and good. shot it. So good. Yeah, yeah, it, it works. I mean, what? Are, I, I guess I'm just going to your thoughts about it. My biggest uh, critique of the action here is that this movie should have been rated R. <laughs> this movie, mm, yes, like yes. I like if you're doing like hand to hand fighting with swords and shit. I need you to be on like brave heart levels of violence. <laughs> I need yes. I need you to be like I need to leave that theater after seeing this stuff like a little bit queasy because I saw a man's head get cut off. But even <laughs> though I, that's my biggest critique, even at its PG thirteen rating, it's still a it's you can tell like it's a little bit uh, graphic for for its rating. And but still these these uh, action scenes in here, there's particularly the first one and the la and the big battle they did, and even like. The, the last battle they did were so well done, uh, so well choreographed. It's just, it's it's a lot of fun to watch these women fight. Mm -hmm. And even like uh, the some of the training scenes that they had were fun. The, the, uh, the, uh, pass, the, uh, the trial of passage scene where oh, they had to do, so oh, good. that was so, so cool. Especially, there was this one scene where they had to go through these uh, thorny bushes and mm -hmm. You could feel that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I, like, I cringed oh. a bunch of times. That's probably the time I do. I was glad it was PG thirteen for that moment. Yeah. That's probably yeah. the only time I was glad it's PG thirteen. Because <laughs> you could feel that one. But that, but other than that, yeah, a lot of the stuff is is really really cool to watch, and it's really like even though you know obviously the budget is not that great, it's still you can still say they at least. Absolutely. So I think we, either my computer or, well, okay, there we go. Jason's back there. Sorry, I think I might have lost you there briefly. Yeah, some, some happened. Some, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. You said even though the budget might have been low, you said you could still. Yeah, you could still see that that they put some love and some 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 money behind these scenes, these fight scenes and action scenes. It's great. Oh, it definitely was like, oh, we ain't got the budget to do this big old army. 
Well, we're gonna train the hell out of you women. Get on, get on the train. <laughs> about to get in there. <laughs> right. Y'all about to be these warriors for real. <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah, no, the action here is phenomenal. And then I guess the best part of the movie we were talking about, the the acting, man. The the acting here is top notch. I mean, John Bodega. I mean, we don't gotta talk about the ones we know that could bring the heat. We we already I know, mean Viola Davis uh, is the queen or the king now, I guess. Like she, yeah, she yeah. knows she was gonna bring her A game. You know, but Look. like, I was really impressed with. Uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher this lady's name. I am so sorry mm-hmm. if she's actually watching this, but she's, she's not, or any other people of, of African descent that actually have mm-hmm. Tusu Mabidu okay. as uh, as Nawi. Uh, mm-hmm. She sold it for me. She sold a lot of this stuff for me. She's our point of view character, but she also sold the fact that she didn't want to be like you know just a regular girl being sold off to. You know, some man to to go work at her their farm rather than working at her dad's farm, like. And then you know, she sold the action. She sold she sold everything. Like she was great. And then you also got Lashana Lynch. She's always good and shit. Like you know, you can't. She's she's great. And everybody Lynch, is that the is that the Black James Bond? I mean, Black Seven. That's, that, that's Black 007, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She, she was in there doing her thing. Yeah. <laughs> she, except she except for the some, scene at the end with her. That 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 went on a little too long. That went a little too long. I'm thinking, man, these jokers would have knocked this chick out of it. <laughs> they would have killed all of y'all. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but okay, I mean, cool. we we got to ride with it. <laughs> we did have to have a couple of couple of things happen, so you know, uh, you know, and you also have to like when you have to have that dramatic moment when something bad happens. So I get that part, but like, I was like, damn. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but yeah, no, the acting here is just top notch. I mean, I, I just I love the the scenes with John Bovega when he's talking to the Brazilian, yeah, and he's like, Oh, my wife told me that, that I'm going to punish her with go. I'm like, Whoa, like, is he talking to Disney? Is he talking about his wife? Like, <laughs> oh, and he's like, No, you speak my language here. <laughs> we are, yeah, much yeah, yeah. you speak my language. <laughs> his accent kind of comes and goes, but it's still, yeah, yeah, he's still good. But you know, you better leave John alone. He's he been through a lot, bro. He's been through yeah. a lot. <laughs> he, he can't, we got to give him a pass, man. He's been through too much of shit. I mean, he couldn't even get an accent in, um, in Star Wars because they didn't give him enough scenes after the first yeah. one. Well, so, he was supposed um, to have to just talk normally, but then the Ayers was like, oh, uh, this is not going to work. You know, even though we let Daisy Ridley talk nor- like her normal accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we need one of you all to sound American and let it be the black guy. Also, can you speak some jive while you're at it? Yeah. No? Talk. Okay, we'll take the regular American accent. You know, talk, talk like they do in uh, you know, New York City. He's like, I'm from London, bro. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know what they do. <laughs> you know, five on the backhand side, brother. I'm never working for Disney again. Uh, <laughs> um, so, all right, we're about to go on to what we call our rating system. What our rating system we do here is that if we thought it was good, we give it, we give it some head. Who doesn't like head? If we think it was uh, it was all right, we give it a cannon. And if we think it was just terrible, we give it the circus rating. So starting off, storyline. Jason, what do you give the storyline? I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it cannon, you know, because this what? is I thought yeah. you were going all heads. Look, okay? look, look. I got still gotta be intellectually honest. I mean, this story is definitely you've you've seen it a million times, but it's the way they present it that makes it better. So the story, canon. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'll agree. I'll go with that one. Action scenes. What do you give the action in there? 
all head, man. Like like a him some head. <laughs> no, like pause, a pause, pause. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. She was. Yes, she was. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. You know, or, we, we I don't, I'm love everybody. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm with you on that one. I mean, I'm 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 gonna give it some head on that one. And then uh pause. Hey, right, my last one. Um <laughs> the acting. What will you give the acting here? Can we give them two heads? Two 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 heads? <laughs> like yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, two heads. Everybody did a phenomenal job in this movie. I'm giving yeah, head all the way. He said he's giving him two. He double dipping. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with the single dipping. I ain't gonna double dip yet, but I'm a single <laughs> dip in that one for sure. Um, all right, last rating out of one being trash, five being great and awesome. What will you give the woman queen? Woman king. This is where I'm. This is where I'm going to be intellectually pissed on this. <laughs> five out of five. Awesome. I love this five movie. out of five. This okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. So still both positive reviews for The Woman King. All right. All right, now let's jump into what everybody wants to know about the controversy, Jason. Tell us a little bit about the controversy with this movie, uh, The Woman King. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you are a person of African descent, whose ancestors were slaves, and you don't want to see this movie because the tribe did uh, participate in, in capturing and enslavement of other African people, I'm 100% okay with you not seeing this movie because of that. I, I want to push back a little bit because you are also, you know, giving into the white supremacist narrative of, oh, Africans are slavers too. Uh, if you're white and you, you don't want to see this movie because uh, the slavery then you should never watch another historical piece ever again and if you watch anything about the british the french the ink the, the portuguese americans then you should stop watching movies okay because you're you're being dishonest to yourself and dishonest to everybody else around you and the history of this is is complex right um there is a, a good youtube video about this uh, brought to you by uh Home team history. He does a great dissection of the Dahomey of both their crimes and their virtues. Um, but the, the the main fact of the matter is that the transatlantic slave trade is a primary white supremacist race based institution. Right? Mm-hmm. They utilize the divide and conquer narrative to divide African people to have some work with them and some be enslaved to facilitate this this trade and unfortunately you know many west african tribes uh participated in this i mean if you pretty much <laughs> if you're going to talk about any sort of history in the of west africa elite, you're not going to find somebody who's going to be a wholly clean from this from the, the slave trade period mm-hmm. that's the end of it the dahomey however they did it the best <laughs> they were really really good at it but also in this film, the director of this film, um, mm-hmm. the, the lady who directed, she directed Love and Basketball. She directed, you know, The Secret Life of Bees. Hold on, uh, time real quick. Just so people know, if you have not seen Love and Basketball, one, I'm surprised you'll be listening to this podcast. Yeah. But two, you, you need to go in and do yourself a favor. But continue. She also directed Old Guard and, you know, several episodes of uh, Different World. You know, uh, Gina mm-hmm. Price Bythewood, I believe her name is. You know, she did her research. You know, you can Google the things that she that she worked with historians and stuff 
to make this movie authentic. And they also address, you know, the, you know, maybe to your dis, you know, you might not be satisfied the way they address it, but they also address the fact that they did capture slaves in this movie. So I just wanted to say like, you know, the ancestors of these, of, of these people who created these crimes are the homie people, the, anybody from Benin are not going to get the movie from the, the money from this movie. All right? right. Whether you like one of them to or not, this is only going to affect working actors in Hollywood and getting black movies being made. So if you mm-hmm. don't want to see it because you don't like, you know, the fact that the homie slavery, that's fine, but you are not helping black Hollywood <laughs> by doing this. Right. Cause right. the only reason this movie even got made is because of black Panther. And, you know, and if you hadn't, and if you hadn't known that, you know, uh, the black Panther, I can't remember the name of the guard for the black Panther, but they were based off of the Dahomey, uh, women in the Dahomey Warriors. So uh, the Dora Milaje, I think Milaje, yeah. So yeah. if you are upset about this, you should be upset about that. And you should it's neither here nor there. But if you this is this is not like you know we are glorifying a slaver who's singing and dancing all over the screen. Um <coughs> uh, <laughs> the greatest show me. Uh but yeah, yeah. the history of that region of Africa, especially during that time, is hugely complex. And it's and this movie brings light to a lot of the things that were happening then. And it's also just a good movie to just watch and just feel good. So and if you're looking for historical accuracy out of a Hollywood movie, go fuck yourself. <laughs> there it is. That's all that stuff you were saying. That's Bible's gonna be my only point. You know if how many movies we didn't watch accuracy. that was fake? You think Ray Charles and Ray saw his his brother in a vision when he that shit ain't happened. That was for Hollywood. Half, like, y'all gotta stop. Half the shit of Braveheart didn't happen. <laughs> Not <laughs> even close. Not <laughs> even close. Hell, Passion of the Christ. Half that stuff didn't happen either in that movie. So, we, we just gotta stop it, guys. We gotta yeah. stop. I was on beta. I ain't gonna no, don't get me I'm sorry. Saying, I'm sorry. I'm don't sorry, don't I'm get sorry. me crucified by saying that. But, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Because, uh, one, let's just be completely honest. If all that stuff would have happened to Jesus, I know whatever, whatever he would have bled out and died. Before yeah. he even got up on the cross, so it was, and he, it was he definitely was wasn't his, uh, James Caviezel, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, well we, we could start there. That that brings us back to last week's discussion about still yeah, anyway, last week's discussion. Going to the point of it, it's a movie, guys. It is a movie, and like I told my homeboy, as black folks, we got to pick a lane. And I hate to say mm-hmm. this, but we got to pick a lane if we don't want to do this trauma porn. Uh, hey. We always slaves and we're always getting beaten. And then we rise up against Massa and go, and we don't want to get that. But we then we don't want to get a story about our people with us uplifting, showing community, showing kinship, showing love, showing all that stuff. If we don't want that movie, because it's like, well, it's not historically accurate. And you, you're making these people that are probably bad people look like good. We got to pick a lane, guys. We yeah. can't have everything be fantasy Wakanda. Some things we just got to say, hey, you know what? What me and Jason talked about. We would love to see a movie that's like the Northman, but made with all black folks. Exactly. Like, we got to pick and, a lane. And in that one, he he determines, he decides to be a slave in that one. But the point is, I'm saying is that people would rebel against that. Oh, he just went on to be a slave. We got to pick a lane. If we want Hollywood mm-hmm. to start making, putting movies with us in it that feel more uh, original or feel like stuff that other races would be in, we need to accept that. Which the, the Woman King is one of those movies. Or if we want to keep getting the trauma porn, we gotta accept that, but we gotta we, we can't just keep flip flopping 
because we it feel like we don't like nothing. That's what it comes down to. Personally, for me, I want more movies like this. I want more historically based stuff about African people that have a large budget that go to the theaters rather than watching some you know made for TV movie. You know, right. I want more stuff like this. So, you know, if do I 100% agree that the homie were good people? Hell no, no one's good. But if you know, if black working actors are out here trying to put something together. I'm going to support it. So, that's it. Yeah. Also, I mean, let's just keep it real. The budget for here wasn't even huge. They made this off like fifty yeah. million dollars. This wasn't <laughs> a for a block for a blockbuster or even a late fall movie. That's not a big budget. And they had nope, to beg for that six million. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't want people coming out here talking about. Well, they gave y'all something. No, you still didn't give us nothing close to hell. I would probably even argue that if I were to look up Braveheart's budget and how many years ago that was, I'm pretty sure it's probably bigger than this budget. We can look it up right now. <laughs> uh, here we go. Braveheart. Yep. Bravehearts. Bravehearts. Yep. Budget. Let's see. Because I'm pretty sure it's a 53 million. So it beat it by three. And it that was how many years beat ago? It by three. That was yeah. uh, 30 years ago almost. But also, Braveheart <laughs> was filmed in Scotland and Ireland with a budget around 60, 65 to 70 million. 53 wow. was just the budget for the movie, including the advertising and all that. 65 to 70 million. So again, Braveheart got way more budget for that than that. And that was and that's a 90s how many money. years ago? Yes. That's like, that's yeah. like $150 million now. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. Well, thank you for listening to our TED Talk on racism and black people being awesome and great at everything. Uh, please make sure you <laughs> you tip your servers and waiters in the crowd when we do that. All right. Because <laughs> we are, yes. Yes, Jason. Make sure we add that in there. Because we are um, <laughs> trapped on her family's isolated farm, Pearl must tend to her ailing father under the bitter, overbearing watch of her devout mother, hoping for a glamorous life. Pearl's ambitions, temptations, and <laughs> repressions all collide to a horrific effect. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary for Pearl. Now, if you're first time joining us, we do a thing called a one sentence review. Jason and I will review this movie in one sentence. So we're going to do it like we always do it. Jason, what is your one sentence review of Pearl? The prequel to, to X is a gym. Woo! I love that. Because <laughs> I think Pearl's a gym. Pearl's considered gyms, right? Yeah. Let's go with it. I'm going to go with that. That's what I learned from Steven Universe. So yes, we'll yeah. go with Pearl being a gym. My one sentence review of Pearl is I have no words. But that bitch crazy. <laughs> That bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump right into our review of Pearl. Jason, I'll let you go on the lead off of here, man. What do you think about the story, man? Oh, dude. This is a, a riveting fun time. Uh, this is... It's batshit insane. It is crazy. But it is so much fun. I, As you may or may not know, I'm not the horror guy. Jason, the other Jason, is the horror guy. You know, so... You gotta have a. It's got. It's a high bar for me to like horror movies. All right, <laughs> and I simply was just in this thing, having a great old time. I mean, this this the the way they present this movie is like it's like a a, a state like a nineteen thirties like Wizard of Oz kind of thing going on, and you know you have the the backdrop of World War One going on in this, and you know people being sent off to the war. But Mia Goth as Pearl, like she is the crux of this film, and she just carries this whole entire thing. 
and you know you don't even care about the really care about the other characters the whole story is just about her just trying to like realize and, and and realization of her dreams right she's trying to get off this farm and be someone famous in the pictures and like that's her only goal this whole entire thing is to just she wants to be famous and like throughout this she does some crazy things <laughs> well and that's the thing that's why the, the story is so and me and so find you me and jason saw this together the she's like and when we left we put it perfect this felt like even for the aesthetic but like a grim fairy tale and not like yes. the disney versions of it i'm talking about the one the grim brothers will read where it's kind of tragedy like, it's like you want to root yeah you want to root for pearl you want to but it's almost like something's off and even with all you wanting to see her succeed like pearl's her greatest enemy her greatest because her worst enemy and <laughs> it's just because the thing that's off in her is what it holds her back from being quote unquote great and so when you're watching this movie, you keep getting these moments where you root for Pearl and then she do something crazy and you're like, oh, no. And then she <laughs> takes it too far. And you're like, this chick is a menace. How Now you start changing to how is she going to get out of this? Because there's a lot of stuff going on here that just seems to not be right. And then like the reveal that like the mother knew the whole time. It's like oh. bonkers and it's like. Oh, that's it's like, like your mother. They, you they really, yeah, they really set the mother up to be like a bitch. They really set the mother up to be unlikable and all this stuff. And then you realize, like, it's a reason for why she is the way she is with Pearl. And it's just, and I don't want to call it a twist of turns. I think it's just storytelling made. It's good storytelling. Like, yes, point you set up point a premise, point. you work your premise, and you explain why the characters' motivations are what they are to the main character here. And it, it, like the story is great, like, and I think that was the thing that surprised me the most going into it because I was expecting kind of slasher s feel like X. Now, people don't know this is Pearl is the prequel to X that came out, uh, I think last year, I believe. Um, oh, it was early this year, it was like, it was, like oh, it was early this year, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, so this is the prequel to it, and one, also, if you watch Pearl, you understand a lot of stuff in X why she was the way she is in X. From Pearl, but also, but it's just the way they scripted this and the feel, the look, all of it plays into this just almost nightmarish fairy tale. Mm -hmm. Like it almost looks too clean to be this dirty, if that yeah. makes any sense. Because <laughs> it's it's definitely a, a setting that's way different from X because X is more grimy and more realistic. While this is like they present this to you like this is in Technicolor, like this is like this beautiful place that she lives in but she's so desperate to get out of it and she's so desperate mm -hmm. to to leave that she is doing horrible horrible things <laughs> to get out of here and the and the the i'm gonna be like a, a art student here the juxtaposition between the way this looks and the horror horror that she does just like it just makes it even more horrible <laughs> and it just makes Absolutely. it even more like you know affecting because of the, the way that, that this whole thing is shot it's 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 a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so and, and the story punctuates it. But I would even say that for me, it it doesn't, it's not as, a Pearl isn't as high on the horror scale as I, I would say that I would have thought walking into it. This feels more like a thriller. It feels yeah. more like a thriller. Like if this would have been a lot cheaper budget, this could have been on Lifetime and been like, oh, okay. Like it could have okay. fit in Lifetime and, and, and been a lot, lot goofier acting though, because this acting <sighs> in here, we'll get on that in a second. But it, it could have fit in that lane and nobody would have complained. 
But also the fact that it takes away accounting from its horror aspects is the fact that we are 100% looking through Pearl's eyes, right? Like, yes. we yeah. are following her. We're, we're, we're in her head of what her motivations are. So when she does end up doing the heinous thing she does, we're, like, almost rooting for her a little bit, you know? So it's, like, it's not scary in that way. But you're like, yeah, kill that bitch. <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is, and it's going to say something odd that I don't think I've said in many horror movies ever. The acting in here is phenomenal. Oh like, goodness. the acting in here, even down to my man, man, an alligator, he even did his <laughs> role right. Like, um, but all jokes aside, the father, I don't know his name, but the eyes and how he, because the father in this, like, he, I, I don't know what disease or something is bothering him, but he, he can't move. So only thing he can really literally do is move his eyes. Move his eye. and Matthew Sunder is the actor's name. Dude needs to get a nomination for act because... <laughs> He tells all the emotions in the story <laughs> through only eyes, and it is amazing. <laughs> it is like, like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you get terrified with them from just a glance of what he sees, and you're like, "Bruh, I feel you. I would feel the same way." Like he is masterful, but I know we're going to talk about it because everybody's going to talk about it. I know they don't nominate a lot of horror movies for anything, but me and God, her he puts monologue. At the end, and me and Jason joked about that. I'm gonna let Jason will talk about it, but that monologue at the end, Chef's Kiss. Not even just for a horror movie, for any movie you want to put in there. Yeah, I'll let Jason talk about that more. She, she about puts it. on a clinic on this. She puts on a clinic of how to act in a movie, man. Like from her way that she like turns from like, why don't you like me to, to manically like. Like she turns on a dime, it is it is so great, and that yeah, that monologue at the end, like some art student, some some new actor, you know, five ten years down the road is gonna audition for a part using that monologue. I'm gonna imagine like yeah, freaking casting directors gonna get tired of hearing that because <laughs> I, I she she is masterful in this like. And as a person, as only have only seen two movies in her in the for me anyway. I don't know how many right. other movies she's been in. Like this is like she could hang this up on her wall. Like this is the best thing I've done right here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this, and it, it, it. She, I mean, because mostly of this movie is hung on her shoulders and like mm-hmm. on on the way that she acts as Pearl, and she steps up to the plate and just hits a home run. And, and it almost makes everybody else look like they, they don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> right, Except for her right, mom. Right. It's really great. Miss Ruth is yeah, really, see, really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, that whole family. The pearl, the pearl, the pearls is are really good. Yeah. Done the first day, but they're all really good in, in their roles here. Um, and again, it is not too many people in this movie. Yeah, it's I mean, maybe like, the cast is six people, maybe. Yeah. Six people total. Uh, one of them the, doesn't even get a name. The projectionist doesn't even get a, 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 a name. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but only problem is, you know, you, you can't be killing your family's sister, your sister in law, man. She had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and her ass should have got up that road a lot sooner, a lot quicker. Like, but, um, ow. um, <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love when, you know, when the end comes and someone makes it home and he gets to look at the carnage and like the holding final scene. 
is so oh. fulfilling but so uncomfortable at the same time. Is, Almost to the point, I don't know how you felt, Jason. I know for me, I felt like I thought maybe they did a steal on it, mm. and it was just a steal. But then you start realizing as you keep looking, that no, she, this is just her holding this. They just have not called cut, and she's yeah. just. Oh man, I, I it's she, so unsettling, so unsettling because <laughs> she's like has this smile, and you think she's like overly happy, but then, like, as you keep low, as it keeps going and going, you see that like she's straining to hold this, and it's like it's basically like the movie in a nutshell, really. Yes, like, yes, you know, she's passing on this fake smile, and as you keep going, you, you see the pain in it, and then you see her break, and the tears start to come down. As she as she breaks, it, 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 oh, as I said, Mia Goth put on a clinic. You know, she got she's she out here with these in the streets telling teaching these kids how to act. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> what about the kills? What did you think about the kills? As a horror guy, we got to talk about the kills. That's part of what horror movies <laughs> are. What do you feel about the kills? Uh, good enough? Bad, not good enough? Where do you? I love in horror movies where you realize that you probably would have acted the same way. And you end up and end up the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the kills in this because nothing here ever felt stupid, right? In a lot of horror movies, Halloween kills. A lot of the kills feel stupid. Like no human being would act like this, you know. When the dude leaves, he's just like, "Okay, I'm out of here." He didn't, you know. Mama was like, "You know, I'm just gonna tell you who you about yourself." She didn't, she would have done the same. Well, you know, I, my parents done that to me. I'm gonna tell you about yourself. <laughs> you know, I, I just want to like, say this I can't wait till Halloween ends comes out so you can start using Halloween ends as ends trash as the Halloween can. <laughs> I should use Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I hated that one way worse than I hated Halloween Kills. But like, <laughs> Evil Dies Night is still, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. But yeah. <laughs> The kills here, uh, you know, they're they're not uh, very creative. Like, you know, you're not going to see anything, you know, outlandish. But they are definitely, like, affecting. They're definitely, like, you yes. know, visceral and very and very gnarly at times. So, yeah, the kills here are great. Uh, some people don't get killed right away. They, they expire <laughs> later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. I mean, only, like, Five people die in this. Yeah. So, including the pig. Really a lot. the pig and the goose. <laughs> the <laughs> the goose. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> that poor goose. The goose got it first. <laughs> I didn't say that poor goose, man. That poor roasted pig, man. Like, that thing was looking good. And yeah. now, <laughs> we don't take turn. Like, no, no, we take a suckling pig. Taking that, eating that. Look at my fingers. Ah, that shit was Hell yeah. Rip that skin off that back and have some bacon. <laughs> some crackling up in that thing, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm and so yes, as a hard guy, I, I'm always in for the kills. I think the genre they were trying to fill for the horror film in this did not need the the, the over the top killing mm-hmm. and the in the moments, and so I get it, and, and I kind of roll with it in the sense that I get that's why it wasn't the way it was. I do wish it would have just been. A little more gruesome, but I think if it was, it would have taken away from what we talked about, the clean aesthetic that they were going mm-hmm. for for most of the movie. So I do think that was uh, interesting. Um, all I'm going to say, because we're not going to ruin it for you and let you go see it yourself, is no scarecrow in the history of movies has gotten as much action 
that was not named Michael Jackson in any movie in history. That's all I'm gonna say. That is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I can imagine his face if he can move like whoa. Right. I, need to know. Look, <laughs> I know Michael said you can't win. That scarecrow won. But and all right, other than that, out of the game. <laughs> right. no matter how much. Uh, so what we're gonna do here is so we're gonna do something we've been doing new. Now we're gonna do some our ratings. Now our rating here, we're gonna look at some portions of the film and we're gonna give it give it some head if we think it's great. If we think it's some uh, it's okay. We're gonna give it a cannon. And if we think it is just straight trash and garbage, you know Halloween kill status, we're gonna call it a clown. So Jason, storyline, what would you give? Pearl. Head all the way. That's just straight. No gums, no teeth, all throat. <laughs> Facts. Straight there. I'm sorry. Maybe that is not, not as baby's explosive. That may be explosive, but yes. Um, the kills were head, cannon, or circus? Head, man. Because, yeah, you know, even though it was only a few of them, some of them got a gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give that one a cannon, uh, just because I'm, you know, me loving the genre. I think we could have upped it up a little bit more, but I get why it was, why it was so subtle. And then, which is gonna be odd for me to ever say in a horror movie. Horror movie. <laughs> yes, um, the acting, <laughs> head cannon or circus. Mia Goth alone gets ahead, just by herself. She gets ahead, easily. Mm-hmm. Everybody else just is icing on the cake. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm right there with you to head. Um, and then special honorable mention to the look of the film. Um, the, the film looks amazing. It looks Chef's so... I, I would push people to go see this in the theaters just for the look alone. Um, our last thing, but at least we will rate the movie overall. Five, be- five being great, one being some trash. Jason, what do you give Pearl? A five. You know, I'm not the horror guy, right? But I enjoyed this way more than I enjoyed X. And I enjoyed X. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I'm, I'm five out of five, man. This was just a fun, nice... And, and the movie felt short, too. It yeah. didn't feel overdrawn. It felt very quick and to the point. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Fives all around. Now, the All real right. question is, what, what happens if it's not five solid rounds? <laughs> um, I haven't figured that out yet. So, as this show evolves, our sound effects will evolve. How about that? <laughs> don't, make, don't make me add you to Pearl's list. Uh, so, oh, no. I, also, I am saying, baby, I love you. We, we in this together forever. Look, I'm being just like Howard, man. <laughs> hey, I'm right there. I'm like, I got I got to ride with this. Also, you know, as we left the theater, as I talked about... um. I have a thing for crazy women, and it just Pearl did all the things for me, and I'm like, and this chick will let will rip me to shreds the moment I disappoint her, and I'm like, I'm here for that risk. Like, Unlock the new fetish for me. Is this the way I go out? Like this is fine, <laughs> baby. We're gonna pretend like I'm about to leave you, and you're gonna get all crazy, but then I'm gonna come right back. <laughs> I, I, I gotta I, check all of you, all of utensils. Like, hey, make sure this is fake, right? This is Nerf, right? This is a Nerf <laughs> bat, right? <laughs> if you, if you, if you're in a relationship with Pearl, you definitely got in the middle of the night. Don't, don't make her up at all. Just get in the car and go. Don't ever, don't stay in the <laughs> here. You gotta drive 500 miles away and just get gone. <laughs> you can't. Hell yeah. 
hell. Ain't no breaking yeah. into it. Ain't nobody like, oh, we just friends. Ain't none of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got you got to keep it hundred with her. You got to keep it straight up with her on that one. Oh, here's here's a, a interesting uh, dichotomy here for you then. Um, and I know because we talked about it briefly, Pearl or the chick from Swim Fan. See, I couldn't even I can't even stand to watch Swim Fan. So Pearl, hundred percent. I left Swim Fan. I walked out and I flicked it off while I was walking out because I was that upset with Swim Fan. So it has to. Oh, be <laughs> okay. Um, here's one for you. Um, what's the chick's name from Misery or Pearl? You, you, the lady who you you talking Kathy Bates over here or Pearl? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, and I, I haven't even set the parameters of which one you were, why we're choosing this, but I'm just going to see what you come up with. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to have to be tied to a bed, I must rather be tied to a bed by Mia Goth, all right? <laughs> if someone's going to break my legs, it's going to be Mia Goth, okay? Not okay, saying that right, right. not a beautiful woman. It's just that... <laughs> I oh, no, no, you can say it. You, you can say that. People will understand it. She understands that as well. Um, Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction oh, or Pearl? <laughs> Glenn Close. <laughs> It even take you a second. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah. Look, it, um, if I have to die this way, <laughs> okay. That's I mean, I'm now here, I'm gonna stretch this one because she is she's technically a woman. The Alien Queen or Pearl? I mean, Alien Queen got a mouth to, to give my half of head with. So. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Because then, then that means I'm in a sci-fi situation, and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I love sci-fi." <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I got one for you. This one is gonna be—it's easier, but I think I want to see how the level of crazy you want to go with here. The crazy, the crazy chick from Gone Girl or Pearl? Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna have to go with Roseman Rosman Pike from Gone Girl because, like, she's crazy like a fox. <laughs> and if I want someone crazy <laughs> like a fox. Like, I know, like, she nuts, but like, she's gonna be like, there's gonna be a great plan behind this. And I'm gonna, I don't know, I don't know, watch and see this unfold. Like, oh, this is great. Like, this nine part revenge plan that you got is amazing. No wonder <laughs> you got me so good. All right. And all right. My last one I'm gonna go with Sharon Stone from what was it? Basic Instincts. Basic Instincts. Or Pearl. Sharon Stone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He let me finish, bud. <laughs> Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone on the board. We're talking says. about fundamental, uh, you know, memories as a child of watching. <laughs> Basic instinct. True. When, when, True. They, when they're asking you if you, like, when did you realize you weren't gay? <laughs> That's. <laughs> um, more interesting, when people, when people were asking you that, like, hey, when did you realize that uh, you were down for the, the Smash Town? With a woman, he was like, "Oh, actually, I remember vividly. It was that moment. Actually, it was it was Jessica Fox from Who Fanned Roger Rabbit." But <laughs> I digress. <laughs> there are a lot of moments where you're like, "Yeah, definitely not." <laughs> uh any conversation you want to have about um, She-Hulk? You still enjoying it? Loving it? I'm still enjoying it? it. I'm I'm still loving it. This last episode uh, that just aired yesterday, today's Friday, yesterday, fun. Okay. The last two episodes have been really, really fun. Uh, so yeah, still enjoying it. Uh, have you watched any of Andor yet? I have not. That is going to be on my viewing tonight. To sit down, run a bubble bath, light some <laughs> candles, uh, let my body soak, 
and then pull out my tablet and sit it down and go, Star Wars, Andor, take <laughs> me away. Kids leave you alone. I'm, Daddy's in his nice place. You go away. <laughs> right, right. Ask your mom. I'm in my happy place. <laughs> Masturbating? How do you know that? How do you know that? <laughs> I mean, too young. Too young. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, it's Star Wars. You know how I get down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I have not watched it yet. Um, I still got to catch up on Rings of Power. So I'm behind the goal on that. But the good thing for everybody is that we want to review it at the end. We're probably yes. going to start because there's so much content coming out. Probably just jumping on for like 15 to 30 minutes and just reviewing episodes of things we like, like Rick and Morty and stuff like that as we make time for each other to do that. Because I feel like in the show, it's just so much content to try to smudge into a yeah, show. this... This uh, past few weeks, we have had a, a filth of fun things to watch. We're a filth. Filthy. I love a filth. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so much good stuff, especially good good fantasy. I mean, we got Game of Thrones and Ring of Power. So you, I know you're more of Game of Thrones than, than than Ring of Power, but give me fantasy. Give me all the fantasy. Oh, I'm, all, I'm, here, for Ring, I'm all here for Ring of Power. I just... Game I, of Thrones you know, is... I'm, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's just... It's like, for me, yeah. Star Wars and Star Trek. I love them both, you know... So it's that Star Wars, that Star Trek. You can pick whichever one is which for yourself. <laughs> but I love right, both. right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, Rick and Morty still. Bro, this season's strong, bro. On I, fire. This, <laughs> they, this they... Beth, Beth on Beth is. Shout out to Jerry, man. Shout out to Jerry. Jerry. Not only cooning himself or, or shelling himself, but being like. Nah, I want this power. Like <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's getting mad respect this season. Jerry's coming up and uh, coming in his own. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, this Rick and, this season of Rick and Morty is really good. I can't wait till we do our roundup of this. Uh also somebody to hit me up and say, Hey, where's your review of Halo? And I go, Damn, I forgot that show even existed. I know you finished. I can it, review though. it. <laughs> I watched every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably going to have to go ahead and finish that so we can put that on the docket on a surprise feature show when we just talk about that. Um, well, other than that, man, um, I have nothing left unless you have something else that you want to discuss, talk about, have uh, concerns, well, fill them. I don't know what's coming out this week, so y'all just be surprised whenever we, we review. But I think we were discussing doing a fan cast of X-Men. Yes. If we were discussing yes, yes. that. Uh, so that's based guys... off of everybody's push for Kiki Palmer to be yeah. Rogue. Yeah, and so oh yeah. My God. So if you guys want to uh write your own fan cast, uh A team and P team of X-Men, uh write it in, send it out, comment, like, su- share, subscribe, please, because I need money. Well, do we wanna <laughs> do we wanna put a parameter of the the players or we just letting them choose whatever mutants they want to put in these teams? A team, B team, whatever mutants you want, and A, okay. a team's top tier, B team's top is yes, second tier. Whatever mutants you want, and who would you like oh, to see the so, main Slow play? down, because usually, you know, Ro- Storm usually gets the B team. So oh, no, 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 no. Storm is already on my A team. Because, <laughs> well, you know, usually it's always the gold team and the blue team from the yeah. 90s, and Cyclops always got the gold, and Storm got the Storm's blue, always which got is technically blue. The, blue, the B team. Supposedly. Yeah, because it's B in full blue, yeah. So if you put <laughs> I like B, that. I like that. <laughs> you will get ridiculed. I'm just going to go throw that out yeah. there right now. <laughs> You you make it hands through the screen. You make it hands <laughs> yeah. through the screen. I'm just going to throw that to out your house. there. You put storm on your team. But really, though, right. if y'all wanted to participate, please send us us, and we might, if you send us to us in time, discuss your choices on air or not. Oh, absolutely, we don't know. Or you can listen to it and then 
we'll write it up. You'll write yours up, and then we will read it the next show. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm all here for that. And it is that time that everybody loves, ladies and gentlemen. Especially those Elvis you. fans. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Head Cannon Circus. I believe this is episode 67, so we're just trucking right on along, guys. Please remember to like, share, subscribe. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're going to work on getting other stuff like our Twitter and Twitch and TikTok going. So please forgive us because we are both busy, busy men with kids, lives, and things to do, as well as watching no, all the content that you want <laughs> yeah. us to review. So we haven't watching had time things. to sit down and just do those things. Um, but we're going to make sure we get that up hopefully sooner rather than later. But thank you all for rocking with us. We really do love and appreciate it. Uh, Jason, the Duke, the Lord of all nerds, do you have anything uh, you'd like to say? Can't work while we're watching stuff. <laughs> Either way, y'all be kind, be considerate, and uh, tip your bartenders at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. Uh, and if you see Jaren on the street, spit in his face. <laughs> Just because. Remember to go get uh, do <laughs> Dungeons and Do Rags by Ron Dawson. Get your copy for the N word. I'm uh, sorry, the Head Cannon Circus Book Club. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We will see you all next week. Peace. Remember, we'll play one on one for your heart. <laughs> Love the basketball. Make sure you go see it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>